Hi, I'm David. Hey, I'm uh, Edward Hamill. And I'm Leah. All right. We'll be back more on Radio 1 Chicago.
everyone. You're listening to Alex on Radio 1 Chicago. Joining me today in studio are members of Scripps Records, um, passionate about producing and promoting and archiving music and just taking influences from contemporary um, concert. We were talking a little bit earlier. Um, so welcome, guys. How are you? Yeah, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Um, so you have like all this really cool swag for us on the table, so I definitely <laughs> want to dive in and just kind of like go through everything. Um, so that first track is only called... Um, left with me and that was something that you Edward produced. Yeah, that's um my own solo project sort of um blending my interests of songwriting, um contemporary concert composition and some electronic-y drony sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's off the album Potential Language, which was uh Scripps's first release came out about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then we also are dabbling in um, some of the other songs from you guys, too, so we'll get into those a little bit later. Um, but tell us just a little bit more about Scripps Records and uh, how long it's been around and how you guys kind of uh, created the concept. Yeah, so David and I um, came up with the idea back in Los Angeles when we lived there a couple years ago now. Um, we had a bunch of friends that were involved in more academic composition or academic, you know, playing. Um, but they all had these, a lot of them had these side projects that were, you know, more based in songwriting or ambient drone, electronic music. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we just had a, a huge arsenal of information to develop our own label. Um, and mostly initially just focusing on, you know, this music's great and we want to archive it and put it out there in the world, whether that's 100 copies, 400 copies, 20 copies, but something that just, you know, leaves it in musical history to some degree. Um, And then make it it easier for them to do that. mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Just labels doing their thing, you know, we wanted to take action and make it so that the artists could very simply just come to us and we could help them just get it done and Mm-hmm. put out this music that we really enjoy. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. how did, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but <laughs> that, that was our big focus, too, that we, all of our pressings, we, you know, financially back uh, almost 100% of the everything, distribution and everything else, and uh, just sort of take that pressure off of the artists. Right. Um, and now, you know, hopefully 2018, we have some more releases on hand, and, you know, David has an interest in putting out more work from, graphic designers and art books and yeah visual stuff pressings in that way too okay so you're looking to expand more outside of not necessarily like music but just like also like visual art as well right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. yep cool and so how did you guys meet we went to school together here Mm -hmm. at columbia uh for our undergrad we both studied music composition and then we both went out to the west coast to do grad school um, and so we met up in L.A. and just hung out. Yeah. And kind of uh, birthed the idea and concept right. of <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. a script records. Yeah. Yep. And um, what was it that, you know, kind of made you guys want to come back to, um, you know, Chicago? Um, we, both of us, Dave and I, had a, a, a foot in on the music community of Chicago, sort of more underground independent projects Uh, and we sort of 
grew nostalgic for the music community in Chicago and the artist community in general. It's not to say that Los Angeles doesn't have one, but I don't yeah. really think we ever found our place. And yeah, we're we're Midwestern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we found that out. That it's, yeah, yeah, it's hard to fit in anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we both moved back about a little over a year ago, I suppose now, and yeah, about a month after we moved back, we started funding Scripps Records and designing albums and contacting artists and just got to work on it pretty quick after we moved back. Yeah, and how was that process, you know? Because I feel like if, you know, you really want to get something like that off the ground, you kind of have to go, you know, really Mm -hmm. fast and, you Mm -hmm. know, keep it moving. And, you know, if you started about a year ago, I mean, you have records here in front of me and, you Mm -hmm. know, it's it's clearly worked out. So how was that process kind of like kickstarting it and then making it go? Well, I guess we... You know, the first two pressings we did were Dave and I's projects. And the concept was if something goes wrong, (laughs) it'll be our own problem. (laughs) So, yeah, 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 the whole vinyl process to us was was foreign. And yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of trial and error and a lot of the first pressing. I think the the potential language album from only. um, Yeah, it was a grueling process at first to figure out just the terminology of pressing plants. And yeah. And we, I actually lived in Nashville for a stint, and luckily I found a studio called Welcome to 79 that um, really helped us a lot with the whole uh, process of getting vinyl out there. So we worked with them a lot. Um, We also come from, I mean, like, before school and all that, we came from DIY bands. Mm -hmm. So much of a similar process, just like, how do we get it done? I don't know, let's just start working on it yeah see what happens you know mm-hmm. uh, and dave um designs um he designed his album cover um he did the design of of leah's album cover um kim albert did the design of my potential language album mm-hmm. so yeah that was another factor of figuring out how do we even yeah <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just put everything. <laughs> just put everything together. Yeah, because it. Yeah. No, go oh ahead. no, that's yeah. the fun of it though, because <clears throat> it's the experience in the community. Yeah. You know, you get to uh, just see how we were gonna do this, and like, let's try it out, and then it works out, and and you have this object that it's cool that you made with your friends, and mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and I'm looking at them, and like I know the listeners can't see them, but uh, it's like they're all kind of the same aesthetic. Is that on purpose? There's a little bit of practicality with that. I mean, the black and white aesthetic yeah. is financial reasons. Okay. <laughs> no, right. we, fair enough, fair it's, enough. It's cool. I mean, uh, you know, restriction can be a great creative tool, you yeah. know, so we have to keep it in that that realm first, but that's just the beginning while we get started here. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it also sort of ended up that, I mean, with Le- with Leah's album that's coming out um, mm-hmm. in a couple weeks, Leah actually did the painting on the cover, um, but it wasn't a restrictive, it wasn't like, hey, we don't have any money, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't do any right, color. Right, so she's like, but don't it, do color. No, yeah. he, just said, he just said black and white, and I just was like, all right, I'll go with it, and right. yeah. it happened to fit with the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah they all kind of have, like, a similar, you know, theme, and it's not just, it's not just that it's black and white. It's kind of, like, they're, they're very abstract, very simple, you know, design, um, but yeah, like together they look very nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So how has it been, you know, coming back to Chicago? I know you were saying like it's that Midwest kind of, you know, environment. Um, 
do you feel like it's it's been very you know like welcoming working with like partners and like you know learning you know these new processes and things like that yeah i um yeah i i can say for sure it's it's been nothing but consistently inspirational to be back um a lot of a lot of projects or labels that were going on before i left in 2012 are still going on or have grown um some friends of mine have even developed their own you know record labels uh like no coast no hope does really cool things with midwest music and Mm -hmm. um yeah so whenever whenever you get whenever i get sort of stressed with the you know just the artistic and creative sort of process it's it's so easy to have a conversation with somebody who's going through the same thing and sort of you know trying to kick it off and yep, <laughs> yeah start it from the same kind of level yeah i i'm nothing but grateful and and happy to be back in the chicago community for sure mm-hmm. cool yeah well let's definitely uh dive into um one of the other songs um i think this one will play by david yeah this is my tune okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is an excerpt yeah. of right? this is a small excerpt uh from the side a of my vinyl so it's a 12 minute piece but this is just sort of cut out. Oh, gotcha. Like a little three and a half minute okay. part of it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Alex and we're chatting here with Scripps Records. Um, so stick around. We have more right here on Radio 1 Chicago.
Hey everyone, I'm Alex, time is 6.18 and you're listening to Radio 1 Chicago. Uh, with me are members of Scripps Records and the song we heard was from David here uh, called Kill Your Temple. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking a little bit about the, uh, the title of the, of the song. Uh, so tell us a little bit more of how that came to so fruition. It's kind of like the piece itself is supposed to be sort of meditative and overwhelming to kind of like rob your senses in a way so that you can sort of fall into the experience and it just like massages you. Mm -hmm. um, um, so the idea of kill your temple is to uh, slightly pull away from those things that you barrage yourself with, your temple being like your everyday, you know, mindset or how you perceive these things just fall out of it for a moment, you know, just like push it away. Um, that was the kind of, that was what I was going for. With mm -hmm. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit, uh, you know, during the break and how, um, you know, you make these songs kind of like really stretched out and very, like almost repetitive. And we were saying like a little bit mm -hmm. of like, medit you know, meditative, yeah. um, you know, those kinds of elements. Have you played these live at yeah, all? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And how has that kind of, you know, do you keep to it or do you kind of change it up when you're there yeah. uh, to create something, you know, entirely different or how it does can that change? It can change. There are some pieces like that one, for instance, was a, was a, a computer patch that I built that just runs. So I give it like some <laughs> parameters and then it just kind of does its thing. Um, so there are some pieces where I just like let the program run. Okay. And then there are other pieces where I, I perform it, you know, like I, I move the sounds around physically on like, with knobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mental power. <laughs> just create it like midair. And yeah, like yeah. Someday, there will be, someday there will be a MIDI controller where you can control with your mind and I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> and a beer cozy that will float beer into my hand. <laughs> You're like waiting for that moment. I can see it the, in your face. That would be the perfect performance for me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, have, has it always been this kind of like, you know electronica kind of you know ambient composition or has it always, like has do you guys dabble in you know i know the first song that we heard was you know more folky you know mm -hmm. lyrics and you know things like that so how how do you guys kind of like choose you know what you guys want to you know well, put even out ed stuff has a lot of this like expansive mm -hmm. textural yeah, so we share that and interest with that and, and he mixes it in with his, like songs and stuff and i think that's a beautiful pairing the way he does that well, thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think I, we've never, Dave and I have never sought to ha have a restrictive aesthetic or concept for scripts, but I, I do think the things that we naturally want to release and support tends to have this sort of, yeah, ambient, at least elements of this electronic ambient, you know, soundscape, you know, material in it. Mm -hmm. Whether that be in a songwriter or an instrumental thing or if like a metal band or something that does, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't know. It's I was like, that's a different one. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, that may change. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, even your, your work too, it's, it kind of falls within, you know, yeah, that kind of Yeah. It's very category. ambient music. It's very textural in nature, even though it, you might not expect it because it's a violin viola record, <laughs> yeah. but it's, um, it's, yeah, noisy record. It's a, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so tell us a little bit more about um, your your release. So this is upcoming, right? Yeah, this it's is upcoming. Um, it's layers of my own. It's a mixture of improvisations and composed music um, that I sort of collage together into these pieces. Um, 
I started making it when I was living in Norway. I lived there for three years. And I was in a tiny little town and (laughs) just needed a project that I could do entirely on my own. And it turned into this record. Yeah. So how did you uh, meet up with these guys and kind of get this out? So Ed and I were in um, grad school together in uh, UCSD, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) And we did some musical projects together. Um, uh, Him as a classical composer. And we ended up doing some more abstract projects later on and have worked a lot together. I've been on a couple of Ed's recordings as well. so mm-hmm. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's, what's always been interesting f- for me about uh, Leah's music and this album, you know, comparing, comparing her album to my album or Dave's yeah. album, everything she does is acoustic. They're all acoustic mm-hmm. sounds, but they're so layered that they have the same similar element of like electronic yeah. strange you know happen chance sounds <laughs> that I don't know how she's making so. <laughs> you're like I have no idea yeah. just and maybe it's better to not know you know I don't know how Dave makes his music and I don't really need to know <laughs> but you know it's genius so. Yeah, I'm looking at the the track list and a lot of like side beads like this day, June 2016, November 2015. Was there a you know a reason you um, named them just kind of like after the over these are days yeah, that you're like Yeah, some of them are just like that's when I that's when I was working on it <laughs> and it just felt like okay, this captures that moment in time. This piece captures that moment in time for me. So it was gotcha. June 2016 and <laughs> that's how I was feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. And when is this um set to to be released? Uh, the next couple of weeks, actually, yeah, we're yeah. just uh, waiting on the pressings, mm-hmm. and all of our um, vinyl releases also come with a digital download, cool. or you have the option through our web store to just purchase a digital download. Um, so yeah, those mm-hmm. will be ready pretty quick here. Cool. Yeah, and then um, you know you were sa- you were mentioning a little bit earlier how you know there's not necessarily like one set genre that you know you guys you know look for necessarily but um you know how can people get involved or how they how can they connect with you to get you know on this um our website scriptsrecords.com um is a great way to just read about you know our interests and follow up on the artists that we have we have you know all their music streaming and contact information and all of that um we will have a um sometime february march we'll have a a record release um, for a new project that we're doing. A collaborative album with the local violinist, uh, Billy Howard, and guitarist, Jason Shanley. Um, Billy goes by the name Alcusin. Jason goes by the name Sinchel. They did like a collaborative album. Okay, yeah. So we'll be putting that out and having a Scripps event. We try to do a couple of those a year. Yeah. You know, at least we did last year, so... (laughs) You know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like keep it going. Yeah, we try, to, we try to stay around, and <laughs> yeah, I think we hopefully do some more, um, some more shows, some more events at local record stores and that kind of a thing in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the vinyls are at all these record stores in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah. Please tell us where everyone <laughs> can can find. Um, uh, yeah, Reckless Records and um, Joyride Records now. Um, once permanent records mm-hmm. um, yeah we're trying to expand that but yeah we do a lot of web store stuff as well and if you're local hit me up I'll hand deliver it if you'd like to <laughs> 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 very cool and you guys uh, social media presence too yep yeah we're on Instagram uh, I think it's scripts 
underscore records, yeah. I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, we're constantly posting up on that and whatnot. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming in to uh, chat with us. Uh, yeah, definitely keep us posted on upcoming shows or anything. Yeah. That's it. Love to check them out for sure. Thank you. Thanks for much. having us. Thank yeah. You. So the last song we're gonna hear is uh, November 2015. I feel like so specific <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> November 2015. This is when this happened. <laughs> uh, by Leah Asher. Um, so yeah. So stick around. We have more here on Radio One Chicago. Uh, I'm Alex. <laughs>